Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Uh, this just in, Jeff Moss, uh, Posted an article about uh, Mike the, Mike Valenti at ninety seven won the ticket in Detroit or Southfield, the exact city. Uh, but but um, we'll get to that. We'll get we'll we'll get to that within within moments here on episode. 77 of this fine Michigan Sports Truth post-game edition podcast on Talk Shoe. I'm Taylor Phillips with Lewis Tenor. We got Tigers and uh, Michigan and Notre Dame football. And uh, side note, Red Wing, former Red Wing center panel that so, uh, signing signing a deal in Russia. But um, Tigers uh, had a one nothing lead. Mike Calfrey against J.A. Happ. Uh, Tigers, uh, no, the Tigers were down one nothing. Rather, Mike Pelfrey gave up that uh, that that run on the ground ball double play with runners on the corners and nobody out in the fifth inning. And he pitched six innings and uh, took a. Took a took a uh, took a loss again. Uh, it, that's uh, Pelfrey's eighth loss on the year. Drops to two and eight. J. A. Happ gets a lucky gets a lucky win, twelve to three. Not a lucky win, but uh, not a lucky win. He actually uh, earned that win. He. he he barely pitched shutout baseball, but he pitched shutout baseball. Tigers' offense uh, helped him out by overswinging the bat. And then Brad Osmus mismanaged the, the bullpen again, putting in Kyle Ryan in the seventh inning and uh, – Kyle Ryan gave up one run on the mound, three of them total, on a three-run home run uh, by a three-run explosion to dead center off the bat of Edwin Encarnacion, off off of Bobby Parnell, who has been who has just recently been sent down back to the AAA Toledo Mudhens. That was the dagger, and then uh, Ezekiel Carrera with a little icing on the cake with a with a sacrifice with an RBI sacrifice fly in the eighth inning off of Mark Lowe, who only gave up one run. Granted, but Mark Lowe needs to stop allowing allowing base runners, allowing multiple. 
allowing multiple base runs. Otherwise, he's just no good on this Tigers team. But uh, but uh, I I pin most of this loss to uh, Brad Osmus, if loss on Brad Osmus, if not well, I like well fifty per, well forty percent of it on Brad Osmus actually. Sixty percent of it on the offense, who can't, who who just keeps over sw- over swinging the bat. They they look away while they overswing, and that's just uh, how they don't get contact on the ball. J.A. Hat must have must have fan fan like about ten Tigers headers. Or at least ten, maybe eleven or twelve. My God. That that Tiger offense is just brutal. It's been brutal throughout most of the week. If you if you include the twelve two win over the Indians um Wednesday afternoon. So it doesn't get any it doesn't get any better tomorrow on Sunday. Matt Boyd being called up from Triple A Toledo, he'll start at one oh seven and Audible Sanchez is gonna get rocked get absolutely rocked. On Sunday at one oh seven. That that's all we need to know. Still there? Yep. Yeah, I'm still oh. there. I'm just. Uh, I got a little distracted there by uh, Detroit by a notification. Oh. From uh, Detroit Sports Nation mentioning me and just laughing at my face. I'm gonna tell it go go kill itself, that motherfucker. Uh, Detroit Sports Nation uh, Twitter handle can suck its own cock. Pardon all my French, but... It's, it's full of shit. Just, just joking around. Joking around. You're trying to get me to... Get me to buy it. I'm warning Detroit Sports Nation right now to not to fuck with me. Don't don't bait me like that, or I will fucking crack your skull, you piece of shit. 
So go drink acid, you motherfucker. Just one minute here. Anyway, um, just a couple of headlines here. Michigan and Notre Dame will renew their, but before I get to the DSR, the new DSR article about Mike Millennium, 97 ticket. Uh, Michigan and Notre Dame will renew their football rivalry in 2018, and former Red Wings center Pavel Datsuk signs a two-year deal with uh, the the Russian club SKA St. Petersburg. So uh, on to the uh, article about about Michael Lenny. Uh, Mike, Mike Valenti and Michael Stone re-upped with lucrative contracts. Just like the Tigers and Red Wings signed a long-term deal to remain at 97 won the ticket last fall. Um, multiple sources told Jeff Moss. You can follow Jeff Moss DSR on Twitter. By the way, he's the founder and founder and uh, co-author and uh, uh, the founder and chief editor of the Detroit Sports Rag, Jeff Moss, DetroitSportsRag.com or DetroitSportsRag.net, one of the two, both. Uh, mul- but multiple sources told him not everything is copacetic at the station at, the, at and there have been serious personality issues between on-air staff between and both involved Michael Lenny. The first incident occurred between the Lenny and his longtime radio partner, Terry Foster, which is a five-tool imbecile that Jeff Moss calls him because he can't spell, he he can't use proper grammar, can't use proper grammar, he can't, he can't pronounce correctly. He's, he's, uh, he's on too many drugs and, um, He's uh, and he's a wuss. There's your five star. There's your five tool right there. And Valeni, and apparently if uh, Valeni was pissed that Foster was being lazy and not doing any show prep, this has been a constant issue between the two years. As Matt Derry used to tell the DSR that that Valeni could not stand 
yeah, try not to make any noise, please, because um, I can hear it. Anyway, um, this has been a constant issue between the, the two years, the two between the two for years, as Matt Dare used to tell the DSR that the Blenny could not could not stand Foster's lack of dedication to the program. Back when Deary was the team's update guy. Anyway, for some reason, this issue really boiled over recently, with the two getting into an extremely, two getting into an extremely loud shooting match, a loud shouting match, in the studio. I've been told that Valeni dropped the "You are nothing without me" nuke. It's hard to feel sorry for, it's hard to feel sorry for Valenti as he handpicked Foster as his radio partner long ago because he wanted a dumb, a dumb, a, a dumb Alan Colmes, a, a dumb Alan Colmes-esque punching bag in the studio with him and not someone with a modicum, modicum of intelligence to potentially make the thin-skinned and insecure Valenia look stupid. And while that tidbit was predictable, the other Valenia rumor is quite bizarre. Now I am still attempting, now Jeff is still attempting to get corroboration regarding the facts of this situation. But I've been told that Delaney and Bill McAllister got into a fist fight at the station. Why did the AM and PM drive hosts come to blow at the studio? I'm still working on getting more details on this alleged incident, but Delaney in the past has taken shots at McAllister's lack of sports knowledge on his program. Is that what caused two grown men to punch each other in the workplace? Stay tuned. There's a uh, there's some side notes here. Did a local businessman almost save Detroit Sports 105.1? According to Jeff Moss's sources, before Greater Media decided to flip WMGC from an all sports channel to their current radio edit hip hop format with uh, oldies in between, they were in discussions with a local businessman who wanted to purchase the existing ESPN affiliate. Apparently, the East Coast-based media conglomerate and the Detroit entrepreneur could not agree on a price the deal fell through. This would explain why greater media went a couple months without a program director or sales staff. And while it doesn't appear that the mystery local businessman isn't is interested in starting at the sports station from scratch. I have to stay on the line here. I, I got to keep this quiet, but please stay on the line. Uh, I've heard, I've heard, I have heard buzz that uh, Jeff has heard buzz that more more local sports. T- local sports talk programming might be on the way. More on that story next week. Another uh, Side note number three, blind item, and trust me, you want it that way. What Detroit sports media member has been sending unsolicited dick pictures to girls on Twitter? Let's just say if I spill the beans, you might vomit profusely. The gentleman in question was recently pink-slipped and has a definite hard-on for Sparty, though. Oh, my God. Uh, it, so, Lewis, imagine a, uh, uh, one of 
a Detroit sports media member uh, uh, to be named later uh, sending unsolicited dick pictures to girls and and has a definite hard-on for Sparty? Is he trying to be a bisexual here? I think he is. He just... Aside from being an all-around jerk, oh, I mean, do you do you really need someone like that in that? I mean, that that that's a that's a very sick person we're dealing with here. Wow. Yeah, that's. that's, I've met some losers in my time, but this guy takes the cake. Yep. Then the third, then the third side note: Greg Henson, the the Godfather of the. Detroit Sports Radio working in Pittsburgh uh, on a talk sh- on a talk radio sh- sports show. Just a minute, Detroit Sports Nation, messing with me again. That's about the last tweet I can take. From that joker. Uh, but the, but uh, Greg Henson goes off on Detroit Sports 105.1. Uh, he... He went on Schuling, uh, He went on the Schuling report earlier today and discussed how, how currently unemployed staff staff members at at 1051 bad badmouthed him when there when there was speculation he might replace Dave Shore as program director at the Flailing Station. because. Uh, um, because um because uh, those those uh those once employed staff members at 1051 were pretty damn bad, bad people especially Tom Asway their producer and Matt Derry as well because they, uh, they can't they can't take any heat from uh, Greg Henson they can't handle the truth oh, just about nobody just about nobody except Tony Paul could handle could handle the truth. Tony Paul can handle it, can handle everything. And you can follow, and you should follow Tony Paul on Twitter at TonyPaul1984. So Greg Henson tweeted, the fired guy is at the fired guys at 1051 are dealing with the consequences of their own doing. They could they could have won, but they were too busy backbiting. You know what a few of those guys said about me to management behind my back? Guys I never even met trashing me. Go to Jeff Moss, who said, I am guessing someone rather have been out of a job than see you as the PD. And then 
he said, and now they are. Quoted again. And and then he quoted TMAC underscore 101 and said, uh, uh, TMAC said, backbiting question mark. Greg Henson quoted and said, they didn't want a PD program director who could fix it and were afraid to be held accountable. Afraid to be held accountable. Those little midgets. So, so who was Henson talking about? Well, the first siege on his potential candidacy occurred when Deary was still at that station. Both Rat Jurier and his agent Morton Meisner talked shit behind the scenes about Henson in an effort to convince greater media to treat Henson like the plague. After the weasel was let go by 105.1 in March, the next station employee to badmouth Henson was Tom Concierge. Con, concert, con, the concierge Mazaway, who bitched to higher ups than hence that Henson was on the DSR podcast when I called Mazaway inquiring when Jeff called Mazaway about his personal grocery store shopping services like unwinding kids. Uh, actually, that's that's different. Like like I was tr- like Jeff Jeff was. Tr- just trying to make Mazaway some extra cash on the side. I'm not sure why he was so offended. And the other part, and the other person who apparently would have re- would have rather been making visits to the um, to the unemployment office than having a com- than having a competent boss was some Drew Lane lackey named Joey Morasso, who was supposedly was a call screener at 101, 105.1. This nobody cunt was bragging to the people in Ferndale compound that if Henson got hired, he was going to call him a piece of shit to his face because of Greg's association with Jeff Moss. These dumb fuck lane enablers are the best. From Mark Fellhauer to Michael Elric to this dipshit Joey, I actually kind of feel bad for Lane because whenever these flunkies piss uh, Jeff feels that way because whenever the, these flunkies piss him off, he ends up taking it out on Lane, which will happen in this space when next when next week I uh, when next uh, next week when Jeff posts another hilarious article about the the foibles of Drew Lane. Stay tuned, Joey. So while these douchebags will probably never get a radio gig in Detroit again, Henson is still gainfully employed as a PD in Pittsburgh, and if I was a betting man, and I am, and if Jeff, and if Jeff was a betting man, and he is, he'd wager that you will hear Henson on the local airwaves before Fat Tone and Trevani and, Ram- and Ramon get, each get an, uh, gets another gig answering phone calls. You know a job Finally, could a job you can train a monkey to do? And finally, um, Greg Krupa, Sarjavi, so smooth on skates, like not straying, and placed perfect wrister over Dolly's glove forearm, just above 
just above elbow suite. ML Curley, the the guy that was was months ago released from prison, didn't drool over young boys as much as this fanboy cut, like Greg Krupa. That was, that's the end of the article. But uh, man, a lot has been going on in, in uh, Detroit sports radio. Uh, Mike Delaney uh, firing back at at uh, Terry Foster and uh, Bill McAllister at 97.1, and then um, all that other stuff on 105, uh, at, uh, at 105.1. Uh, it, it's, just, it's just hysterical. It really is. And uh, we we need to give, not only do we need to give Jeff all the credit in the world for breaking this article, we need to thank him for pointing it all out. Because this is very, very serious. Really very serious. There's no question about that. So, um, Lewis, you got the final scores in MLB and the uh, the divisional standings and the wild card standings. Take them away, Lewis. Everything ready to go. All right. Going to start from top to bottom, and it goes like this. The Pirates double up on the Cubs, 8-4. to four. Uh, they're, in a, they're in a bit of a slump lately. Uh, just a few minutes ago, the Angels beat up the Orioles, 9-5. to five. The Nationals uh, take uh, the Mets 3-1. to one. Going to the bottom of the eighth now, the Rangers are leading the Twins 6-5. to five. Uh, Top of the ninth here, the Braves are leading the White Sox 11-7. That is just getting underway in the bottom of the ninth, I should say. In the bottom of the ninth, we're tied at three with the Cardinals and the Brewers. But the Cardinals have two out and two men out of first and second. And Valar is up at bat. Let's see what he can do. Top of the ninth, the Astros are leading the Athletics 7-4. to four. No one on, no one out. Bottom of the eighth, Phillies lead the Rockies 4-3. to three. Nobody on and one out. Uh, the Royals, I mean the Mariners over the Royals 3-2. And the bottom of the second, the Dodgers lead the Padres 4-3 to three, with uh, Utley coming up at bat. Bottom of the third, the Diamondbacks and Giants are tied two apiece with two with uh, runner on second and nobody out, and Spawn is coming to bat. Blue Jays shot the Tigers 6 nothing. Red Sox get past the Rays 6-5. The Indians beat up on the Yankees 10-2, to and the Marlins hang on to beat the Reds 3-1. to So now over to the standings we go today, and it goes like this. The Orioles are 49-35. The Blue Jays are 50-39 and are a game and a half back. The, Blue Jays, the Red Sox are 47-35. 38, two and a half back. 
Yankees are now 42 and 44, and now are eight back. Just when you think the Yankees are making strides and trying to make 500, they fall back. And the Rays are a distant 34 and 52, 16 back. To the Central, the Indians are 52 and 34. Royals are 44 and 41, seven and a half back. The White Sox are 44 and 41 as well, also seven and a half back. The Tigers are 45 and 42, also seven and a half back. And the Hapless Twins are 30 and 55, 21 and a half back. Hey, let's face it, your season was over in, in week in day number three. To the West. Tigers are 53 and 34. The Astros are 46 and 40, six and a half back. Tigers in the West? Wait a minute. No, no, no. Rangers, Rangers. Rangers, I'm sorry. Rangers, yeah. Apologies. Rangers, okay. Astros, 46 and 40, six and a half back. The Mariners are even at 43 and 43, nine and a half back. So it's there, borderline. Athletics, 37-49, 37-49, 15 and a half back, and the Angels, who need a halo, are 36-50, and 50, 16 and a half back. Over to the National League. The Nationals, 51-36. and 36. The Mets are 47-38, three back. Marlins are 45-41, five and a half back. The Marlins are 45 and... Wait, hold on. Mets, Marlins are 45-41. That's five and back. The Phillies are 40-47, 11 back. And the Braves are still the Braves, 29-57, and 21 and a half back. Boy, I remember when they used to be good. Central, the Cubs, 52-34. The Cardinals, 44-41, seven and a half back. Pirates, 45-42, also 7.5 back. The Brewers, 37-47, 14 back. And the Reds, 32-55, and 20.5 back. And the West, the Giants, 54-33, uh, no, thank you. The Dodgers are 48-40, and 6.5 back. The Rockies are... 39-46, 14 back. The Padres are 38-48, 15 and a half back. And the Diamondbacks, 38-49, 16 back. All right, so now to the wild card stings we will go to and... Ah, here we go. And it goes a little bit like this. All right. Ah, there we go. Toronto leads the wild card with um, with uh, a game up. Boston is right behind them. The Astros are one and a half back. The White Sox are three back. The Tigers are also three back. The Royals are three and a half back. Seattle is four back. Yankees now bound now back down to five and a half back. Oakland is 10.5 out. Angels are 11 back. Rays are 13.5 back. And the Twins, 17 
out. Mets and Dodgers are in a virtual tie again. Uh, Mets lead that by percentage points, by two percentage points, 547 to 545. Marlins are two back of the wild card. Cardinals are two and a half out. Pittsburgh is two and a half out. Phillies are seven and a half out. Rockies are seven and a half out. Padres are nine back. Brewers are nine back. The nine backs are nine and a half back. The Reds are 15 and a half back. And the Braves are 18 back. To some news items of the, of the day here. Just give me a second here to... If anybody wants some uh, WNBA news, I got for you here. Seattle Storm over San Antonio, 78-68. A few other. uh, I'll get to those in a second. Um, New York Liberty over Chicago Sky, 88-85. And Houston, Orlando, MOS went to a scoreless draw at, you guessed it, Zippo apiece. Other news of the day, if my computer will cooperate here, thank you. All right, double trouble for the Mets as Snydergaard and Cespedes go down with separate injuries. Cespedes goes down with a quad injury at Snydergaard after a pitch to Jason Wirth. But that also may be related to his bone spurs injury, which he had suffered from not that long ago. So that remains to be seen here. Uh, Red Sox left fielder Brock Holt slides awkwardly into second second base and twisted his ankle. So there's no telling how long he's going to be out for, but I'll keep posting on that, of course. Bartolo Colon replaces Madison Baumgartner for the National League All-Stars. And Baylor gets fought out again as Jared Sidham transfers out of the school. Well, ever, ever since the answer with the coach, it's been left and right with Baylor uh, players leaving the school and transferring to, to somewhere else. It just doesn't stop. And I kind of feel sorry for the school. Losing a lot of great players, probably. Uh, Andy Murray wins in three sets. In the gentleman's semi, in the gentleman's semifinal, and that was done in consecutive sets of six three, six three, six three. Well, like I say, I like people who are consistent. Uh, and here's a story: uh, Ronak beats Roger Federer in five sets. And the final for that is on Sunday. Ooh, just found this out. The Angels have announced that C.J. Cron, who's eight, who's eight oh eight on percent average, ranks fourth among AL first basemen, has a fractured left hand. He left Friday's game against the Orioles after being hit by a 90-mile-an-hour fastball from Mike Wright. 
and that's going to hurt. Uh, oh, another long-distance home run uh, was hit tonight by Magnapoli. As he builds a home run that travels to 467 feet. Wow. A lot, of, a lot of big home runs have been hit lately. Must be something in the air. And uh, Big Poppy, yet again, now his home run total is now 524. As I just read, as I just read that over the wire about 30 minutes ago. Continuing on. Oh, wrong page. Okay. Um, Larry um, and Matt Hart, Harvey of the Mets is going to have season-ending shoulder surgery. So it's three top Met players out. Going, going into the second half of the season, it looks a little, looks a little shaky right now. Uh, Larry Brown steps down as the men's coach of SMU after failure of trying to, to secure a long-term uh, contract. Originally, the deal had been kept in through 2020, but Brown wasn't satisfied. Keep in mind that Brown is now 75 years old, and you wonder how much more coaching years he's had left in him. So that's that's something to be concerned about. I mean, he's you know he's at that age. You know, you you think he was um, you know going to retire by now anyway. Um, Nets offer a 75 million four-year deal for former Trailblazers player and now free agent Alan Crabby, as confirmed by ESPN. And with bonuses that could topple eighty-three million, the Trailblazers have three days to match this deal. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think it's a lock that he's going to the Nets. That's a lot. That's a lot to try to match or beat eighty-three million dollars. Okay. Uh, Nationals GM Mike Rizzo and umpire Jim Joyce have a shouting match on. On the way back to the clubhouse after the final out of last night's Mets Nationals game, after a call was upheld following a replay review as the Mets. Oh, yeah. The general manager guy into it. Yeah. Oh my God, that's yep. a first. <laughs> Wonders never cease, don't they? Oh man, you gotta be I knew it. It had to happen. I, I knew it. Oh, nobody, yeah. nobody is safe from an argument. Not even the GM. Now, that's why somebody's got to take charge. Yeah. Any volunteers? Guess not. Well, well Jim Joyce is a, a big, fat tool case, and uh, he, True. He, needs to, he, he needs to get his ass thrown out of MLB for good. Yeah, I don't like him either. He's a rotten piece of shit. Yeah, most of them are. And most of them are supplying his bats anyway. Ooh. Anywho... Um, the call was upheld at following a replay review as the Mets get the double play. Oh, boy. Cubs right-hander Jason Hamill left last night's game after spearing right-hand, uh, right-hand cramps, and he is a right-handed pitcher. Now, for the sad item of the night, a fan was injured at Wrigley Field last night when he tried to jump the bleachers, 
slipped and landed face first on the warning track during a rain delay and was taken to the hospital last night, but his condition is unknown at this point. Why on earth would you would you even do that? Uh, what just happened here? He jumped. Again. Okay. Um, a fan was injured at Wrigley last night as he tried to jump the bleachers yeah. and slipped and landed face first on the warning track during oh. the rain delay. Oh. Was he drunk or something like that or high? Mm, he's probably got to be high. Kids, don't try this at home, whatever you do. Oh. I mean, that, really. That was, not a, that was not a kid. That was not a kid. No, that was that was just plain stupid. During a during a rain delay, no less. Oh, just leave the ballpark, please. Yeah, that's, that's the safest thing you can do. And try not ruining it for the rest of us. You know, the fans want to go watch the game when you got this. You got this nutcase making a spectacle of himself on the field. Well, not on the field, but at the game. And he ruins it for the rest of the spectators who want to enjoy the game. Because your antics uh, have caused have caused harm. And uh, now, you, now you're paying for it. I mean, re- I mean really, you... <laughs> it's, just, it's just sad, but it could have been, this could have been prevented. Yep. It can be prevented. Yeah, some people will do anything to get on, to get you know onto the field of the game, even if it means hurting, injuring themselves. Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Why would you want to do it and cause bodily harm to yourself? There's no reason for it. No. <laughs> All I can say that is, what an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's no way he's going to heaven after that one. Mm. To quote Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does. Yeah, not everybody goes to heaven, but we sure will. When we yeah, well, well, if you're a Catholic, there was there, there, so there was three places you can go. You can go to heaven or hell or Tijuana. Mm-hmm. Tijuana means that serves purgatory. Oh, we got a comment uh, in, the, uh, in the Detroit Sports Group. Steve Savani uh, commented on that link to uh, the Moss Media Misanthropy Manifesto. What what the hell is going on at ninety seven one? Would have loved to seen that to have seen that fight. Oh man, that would have been exciting. Without a doubt, yeah. If only 97 won the ticket, had a periscope and, and caught that on tape and sent that to the police. So, uh, anything else, Lewis? Um... No, my my report's uh, done. If I get anything else before we go, I'll bring it to you. Other than that, it's all yours. All right, thank you. Um, 
Michael Saunders uh, gets the final vote in the American as as the final American League All Star as a second as a reserve sec, reserve second baseman. Ian Kinsler last time last time I saw was last night. He was fourth place. That's apparently where he finished. We knew we knew this was going to happen. Even the even all the Tiger fans that tried to vote as many times for Ian Kinsler to get that final vote knew that was going to happen. Period. Because they saw the results. For those of for those that didn't at all, we don't know what the hell to tell them. You just should have done. Just should have looked at 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 the poll results thus far. So there you go. That's it for me. Yeah, so uh, Michael, any uh, earlier this calendar year, signed a ten-year extension to remain at ninety-seven, won the ticket, and and then and then um, and then Moss finally, uh, and then Moss. Finally caught up to the rest of the rest of the garbage that went in went on at, at ninety seven one and uh and uh he uh, managed to uh list everything about uh Mike Valeni. And the rest of uh, the '97 won the ticket on-air crew, on-air talent crew. So it's uh, quite troubling, to say the least. Oh man, I'm not. I'm not. Sh- I'm not even sure if I want to. Listen to uh, the to uh, tomorrow's or Sunday's games that that work on my headphones at Little Caesars tomorrow or Sunday because Dan Dickerson and Jim Price are going to be really soft while they're telling while they're telling facts and and telling uh, Kyling propaganda as uh, Matt Boyd I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll listen to at least the first three innings, but if it if it gets out of hand, then I could then I could switch it back to to some music. So, Lois, you have anything else? Uh, I do. Yeah, I just about. I did find something here. Uh, Max Scherzer, uh, we're former Tiger, Steven... former Tiger. Okay. Yeah, we 
replaces Steven Strasburg on the NA, on the NL All Star roster. And uh, yeah. pick, wow, picked up as a replacement for Washington. Uh, Strasburg originally was selected to pitch for the National League team, but he came off the DL on Sunday and won't participate just because of a precaution. So it's you know just a precaution, nothing nothing more serious than that. Uh, I did find something else here. It says here, I hope I'm reading this correctly, that the White Sox first in Major League Baseball since 1979 to turn three plays in the same season. Chase Diamond on second base, Gordon Beckham on with Chase Duard on second base and Gordon Beck Beckham, can all Ben White Beckham, but we can him White Beckham on first. At last, Freddie Freeman has soft land to Chicago's Chris Hill, rookie shortstop Tim Anderson, trapped. Anderson tagged Armada as he tried to retreat to second for the first out. Anderson stepped on the second base to force Beckman and then threw to first baseman Jose Abreu. To get Freeman. So this is the first time in ninth since in thirty seven years that three triple plays have been in the same season. Hey, it's tough enough to get one during a one triple play during a season, but three that's gotta be something. Yeah. Yeah. Um and Rangers hold a moment of silence time for the Dallas police officers. An awful, just an awful story today. Yep. Yeah. Just to see a few more. Just to see a few more items here, if if of anything important. My computer acts a little crazy sometimes. Okay. Says that Cavaliers are targeting Anderson to bolster the bench. Uh, Sacramento Kings are actively seeking uh, seeking to trade Rudy Gay. As, As well as the big man Costa Kufos and Ben McLemore. Of course, nothing is official at this time. See if any if there's anything else. I'm just gonna check to see if there's anything with NHL. NHL, even though it's off season, but there's still good things that can be happening. The, oh yes, the Sabres hold first meetings with the um, upcoming prospect by the name of Jimmy Vesey. They met with, they met for the first time yesterday in Boston. They acquired exclusive negotiating rights 
with this 23-year-old of the National Predators on June 20th, but he still intends to become a free agent on August 15th, but the Sabres are on the short list. Yeah, well, who's on the who's on the long list? <laughs> um, Maple Leafs trade and trade Jonathan Burner from the Maple Leafs for a draft pick for a change for a, for a conditional draft pick in 2017. Vernon will be the backup to John Gibson, who took over Anaheim's starting job last month when the Ducks traded Frederick Anderson to the Maple Leafs. A couple more items here. Nathan... McKinton signed his deal with the Colorado Avalanche for seven years. And that totals to $44.1 million, running through the 22-23 season. This past season, he had 21 goals and 31 assists. He missed the last 10 games of the season due to a sprain. A ling- he sprained a ligament in his knee. And also a broken foot for the about 18 games of last season. Yeah, when you're injury prone, though, you're that's not going to help your team. You gotta learn to stay healthy, people. I know hockey is a rough game, but you gotta learn how to, what I call, play it through the pain. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play right. You gotta you know stay healthy and do all you can. Because hockey is a rough game. I even tried myself a couple times. And believe me, it is as rough as it looks. Rough enough being a spectator when you think you're gonna get hit with a puck. But uh you know, when you when you play it, I mean they are they are as fierce as they come. They hit and they hit hard. Yep. I mean, let's put it this way. It is not for the faint of heart. And people think and I mean people think that football is rough. Well, if people think that football is uh, dangerous, hockey ranks right there with a close second. I mean, because, you know, players I mean, football players yeah, they take a lot of hits, but you ever see a hockey player take a hit? My goodness. It's no wonder it's it's a wonder how they ever get back up. Plus the fact of losing teeth in the process. Oh. All right, bad I know. Bad joke, bad joke. Um just wanna check if just wanna again update on some baseball scores before we sign off because you never know if something might happen while we were doing some news articles here. The Cardinals have now 
Okay, the Braves have now beaten the White Sox 11-8. That is now a final. The Rangers did hold on to beat the Twins 6-5. That is now officially done. Brewers are over the Cardinals 4-3. we got a good game here, though, at the bottom of the ninth as the Astros are leading the Athletics 10-9, one out and runners on first and third. So uh, that's a game that uh, you might want to keep a close eye on. As we go to the bottom line, the Phillies are leading the Rockets 5-3. Uh, nobody on, nobody out. And uh, Pir- uh, Dodgers are leading the Padres 8-3 in the bottom of the third. Only in the bottom of the third. This could be a nightmarish game. Slugfest, to say the least. Well, not exactly a slugfest. Yeah, I mean, eight, eight, to, th- eight to three. It was eight. It was eight seven. Yeah, that'd be a slugfest, but it's still a little, a little lopsided. Yeah. Yeah, but it's only a third inning, so you plenty of time. So I'm making a final. I'm making a final prediction of the score here. I'm gonna say Dodgers over the Padres, thirteen ten. Okay. You don't have to take my word for it, but the way I think it's going, I think it might be a high-scoring game at the end. You know, that game has a long way to go. All right. Um, nothing further. Um, I um, That'll be uh, it for me. All right. Well, uh, I'll uh, go ahead and... Uh, Talk to you at 11. That's when uh, Leslie is uh, apparently coming on. Good. It'd be nice to hear from him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, yeah. my friend. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Yep. At 11 o'clock, I'll, I'll talk to you then. You got it. See you. Good night, America. And for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. We'll talk to you on episode 78 tomorrow night at 11. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.